Welcome to the Crushing Land Podcast, brought to you by The Land Method. Each week, our host, Jonathan, along with The Land Method team and special guest speakers, will answer your burning questions on land investing or discuss relevant real estate investing strategies and principles. So without further ado, let's get started. Jonathan from The Land Method, and welcome to this week's episode of Crushing Land. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about uh, something that comes up, uh, I would say, quite often as you start to grow or even as you're uh, um, trying to get out of the gate and trying to figure things out, and that is, should I bring on a business partner? Or do I need a business partner? Or when is the right time to bring on all of these things? But basically, it comes down to the idea of partnership. Should I have a business partner or not? And there's plenty of advantages to having a business partner. I'll never knock being in business with somebody. The question that you need to ask yourself in the land investing business or in any business for that matter is, why are you looking to partner up? What are you looking to achieve? in doing that. Uh, I've noticed that early on, a lot of people talk about the idea of having a business partner, basically just for the idea of strategic financing on it. <clears throat> oh, I, I want somebody to finance all of my deals. I don't have the money, so I want to I get involved with somebody for uh, that aspect of the business only. They're going to run everything day to day, but then they're going to have this person involved as a business partner just for the financial aspect. That's really not a good reason to partner up. Now, there is a place for that. You could do that through joint venturing. You could have a side agreement where you have somebody as your money person, whatever it may be. We've done all of those things. But actually partnering up and giving away part of your business, your actual business, doesn't make sense in that case, especially as you start to grow because the need for that person is going to get more diminished as you go along, less and less and less. And if you're in a partnership with them, Obviously, they're still going to be there in those in those cases. And some people just don't work well with other people in those situations, right? They're, they think it's a great idea. Hey, we're going to partner up. We're going to do this 50-50 or whatever the number may be. And then when it comes time to making decisions and things like that, they forget, oh, we need to do this together as opposed to I just get to do this in my business. So you have to be looking at your reasons why you want to partner up. Now, as I said, I do have business partners in different businesses. I don't Genus and myself are business partners in this education business, right? We have business partners in other businesses as well. What are you looking to accomplish with that? One of the things that you should really be looking at is your strengths and your weaknesses. Who do you want to partner up with? You want to partner up with people that do not, do not have the same strengths as you. That is often difficult for people because the people that you're naturally most inclined to baby work with are people that are similar to you and think like you. The problem is if you're looking at really building a business and having different perspectives, different growths, uh, different strengths and things like that, you need to be strong in one area and maybe weak in another, and your business partner is strong in the other area and weak in the one that you are strong in. When you're able to do this, you're able to kind of stay out of each other's way 
handle the responsibilities that are on you and thus grow your business more and more. So if you're looking for it from the looking at it from the perspective of growth, if you're looking at it from the perspective of doing more, if you're looking at it from the perspective of I'm going to run these aspects and and they're going to run these aspects and all of that, then yes, having a business partner can make sense. The other thing you really need to look at is, is the whole going to be larger than the parts, the individual parts, right? We've all heard that expression, right? So the whole has to be greater than the, the, the sum of the parts. Meaning if you can accomplish something on your own and you can make $150,000 a year doing this business, and then you partner up with somebody if you're not making at least $300,000 with that person, then you have diminished your own value. So you need to look at that and be like, am I really bringing up the value by creating this business partnership? Now, a lot of people say, well, I need it because I can't do things on my own. No, that's not true. What you need are VAs, maybe employees. You, need, you do need people to work with you. But having a business partner and having somebody working in your business are completely different things, right? So you and your partner are, are business partners. You own the business together, and maybe you're still bringing in employees and things like that. You do not want to be diminishing the value by giving away a big chunk of your company if it's not giving you even more back in profits and business because of that. So that's a hard one for some people because they just look at it from like, well, they're going to handle so much more. Now, there is a trade-off in that. And I'll be honest with that. I mean, one of the things is maybe you don't make as much, but you free up a ton of time. And to some, that's more important, right? You may be working, yourself to make that $150,000, you may be working 40 hours a week. You bring in a business partner and you only make $200,000. So you each make $100,000, but you only work five hours a week to do it. That trade-off may be worthwhile to you. So it doesn't always have to be a financial aspect, but when you look at what's happening, it has to be greater by bringing in a business partner. So the keys are, for me, for my businesses, what I've done when you're looking at land investing is, is don't look at partnership as a way to, to structure something to get deals done, right? You can do, if you need money, you can do transactional funding. You can do joint venturing. You can do things like that. If you are growing and you need to outsource things, you can start with VAs. Then as you grow further, you can actually bring on employees, right? You can have people in management, even in your business, people have acquisitions managers for getting properties, dispositions managers for selling properties. They're incentivized. Uh, they, they make good money for doing these things. That Yes, they, they may even own a, a little piece of the company, not in a piece, but as in like profit sharing or something like that but they're not a business partner, right? That is a difference. So you need to look at it. If you're bringing, if you're talking about partnering up, is all of the pieces coming together the right way to do that? The other thing when it comes to partnering is I've been using the analogy through all of this is, uh, or the numbers of 50-50. You certainly don't need to do that either, depending on the role. If you're going to have a much more advanced role and you're going to have a much bigger part in the business, you do not need to give away 50% to your to your business partner. Obviously, that would be in your business operating agreement, who gets what percentage and and what and what uh, different tasks each of you is going to do. So again, different things that you can look at. Don't feel the need to just give away half of your business to somebody because you're partnering up with them if you're going to be doing 90% of it. Now, obviously, if you're going to be doing 90%, 
but they're doing a major task and, and maybe are, are a bigger financial contributor or something like that, it doesn't mean still that it's going to be 90-10, right? It might be 60-40. It might be 65-35. There's all different things that could happen here. It may still be 50-50, but you need to break all of that down. So when it comes to partnerships, when it comes to getting a business with people, I am very much for that. I have a lot of my businesses structured like that, but the key is making sure that you're working one with the right people, somebody that's different than you, somebody that's handling a different aspect, somebody that, you know, your the strengths and weaknesses aren't exactly the same going forward uh, Two, that. It's actually for the point of a partnership for business growth, business expansion. And that because of that, on some level, again, uh, the sum of the whole is greater than the sum of the individual parts, right? So you want to make sure that, again, it may not be just financial. If you're making $150,000 a year, you could be looking at it from, well, I'm freeing up this much more time, or uh, because of this, you know, yes, I'm not making as much money, but I'm freeing up more time, or yes, we've doubled or tripled or whatever it is, our income from it. And, and because of that, you know, this makes sense. So you've got to break all of that down when deciding whether or not you should create a partnership in your land investing or any sort of real estate investing business. Thank you listeners for joining in today. Join us again next week for another discussion on all things land. If you have a topic you want discussed, send us an email about it at thelandmethod@gmail.com. at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website, thelandmethod.com. Remember to join the Land Method Facebook group as well if you want to be the first to hear this content and be a part of a community that supports each other in our land businesses. Have a great week.